It is Wednesday, the 25th of September. I'm your host, Ryan Kier, and this is the Quantum Cast. Today, we've got something special coming up. That is a look at Metro Bank PLC. Forget about all the other headlines. This is the hottest headline. So we're going to try and cover them as as much detail as we can and get this podcast out early so that if anybody is trying to look at a trade on Metro, we'll give a little bit of a look and possibly some guidance for that. All right, so last time we had a look at Metro Bank's shares, they were in a breakout, but that by the end of the day had actually reversed. The daily setup was primed But then the next day, there was a Goldman note, a note that I believe downgraded Metro to around 500 pence per share or so. And that downgrade, sorry, from 500 pence to around 360 odd, that still gave them a decent premium to go off. But now they're trading at 175 pence per share. And you're probably wondering why, if you haven't already heard the news in the headlines. Well, Metro Bank tried to offer 300 million pounds through a bond issuance, and they decided to pull the plug at the last minute due to difficult market conditions. What is quite interesting is that we've seen serious minerals not actually pull the plug themselves, but have the plug pulled against them because they were unable to complete their bond offering due to, quote-unquote, challenging market conditions. It is possible that either this is happening throughout the bond market or it is just those guys. We'll have to see if uh, there are any further issues if, say, banks want to raise money, specifically challenger banks. Serious Minerals isn't a bank, but there were a firm who needed funds, they had significantly high risk. Metro Bank usually pay their bonds and they were such high interest bonds as well. I mean, something like four and a half, five percent If we look at yearly interest payments on the 300 million pounds, they'd be paying around 13 and a half million pounds in interest alone every single year. So the fact that this didn't go through is quite worrying considering our interest rates are around three quarters of a percentage point. And uh, if we look at different nations, we if we look at different developed markets, that is, not uh, nations with high interest rates like Argentina, Greece, Iran, etc., you'll notice that 4.5% a year is actually a decent return considering, I believe, the 10-year treasuries are trading at around I believe the last time I checked, they were around a half percent, if we're talking in terms of bond yields. That is nothing special, and you wouldn't look to really hold to make half a percent a year over 10 years, unless you wanted to go for, say, negative yields, but then you thought, oh, the UK government won't default on its debt or something, some really ridiculous reason. (laughs) I mean, the only other reason is, say, if you were trying to protect yourself against the rate of inflation, so trying to secure your real returns. I mean, bonds over time have performed. If we look throughout the globe, most developed markets have 
had decent returns on their bonds, around 3% real returns a year, I believe, if we go back to 1932. The only anomaly there is West Germany, which uh, had minus 100% of a drawdown, which uh, is important if we're using measures of bonds, but this is West Germany versus the UK. We'll probably exclude them in this current measurement. But moving back to Metro Bank, we're gonna first have a look at their half one results of which they released on the 24th of July, 2019, around two months ago. They had reported net outflows of two billion pounds. That is a little bit worrying considering they had total deposits of 13.7 million, uh, billion pounds, sorry. So two billion outflow on a current total deposit balance of 13.7 billion pounds. Everything was in line with the previous year on that front, not the net outflows obviously. And there was a lot of speculation from customers and businesses that Metro was going to have a capital raise. And a lot of people believe that they wouldn't be able to put it off and they could be going bust. So th this rumor that spread on WhatsApp had led a lot of people to actually pull out their funds. And that had also created more short-term liquidity problems for Metro. Metro eventually raised the money and a nice sum of 375 million pounds. The main reason why they raised these funds hadn't been because of, oh, they could be turning the lights out or whatever. No, the actual reason was because they have had actually gone above the limits by regulation. The Financial Conduct Authority sets a certain ratio of which you can go in terms of risk-weighted assets. A lot of the time, it's a certain percentage of what you have in terms of deposits or what you have in terms of cash reserves. Well, Metro Bank didn't have enough cash reserves because they were loaning out more and more money and they were increasing their leverage, otherwise known as basically risk-weighted assets. And by doing so, they needed capital. So they raised 374 million pounds at around three pounds 75 or four pounds per share, I believe. And the shares had rallied after that to around eight pounds per share, a nice 100% odd return. But it was in such a short period of time because the shares fell right back down straight after to four pounds and a little bit below. And as we look now, Shares are at £1.76 per share. As of yesterday's close, I think the UT, I remember observing it, the UT was 175. That's the uncrossing trade. So the aftermarket auction settlement price was around 175 pence per share. Going back to the half year report, Metro Bank made a statutory profit before tax of 3.4 million pounds. But if we take away everything, and we could just put their profit after tax at around one point. Let's just get the exact figure because I remember it being around 1.3. Yeah, 1.3 million pounds after tax. Taxation stood at 2.1 mil pounds and their profit before tax was around 3.4 million. If we compare this to the previous half year, the first half in 20. 18. So actually, sorry, the corresponding period, they had underperformed by 
They made 15.2 million pounds off the tax in the first half of 2018, but in the first half of 2019, only a mere 1.3 million pounds. If we convert that to a price earnings ratio through extrapolation and we get 2.6 million for the year, that's so unrealistic because they're likely to make much more this year. It depends on if they have any additional costs. Depreciation was an important cost for them, around 17 million of an increase in comparison to the corresponding period, taking the total from depreciation and amortization to 37 million pounds. That's not great, but at least there's not an issue on, say, general operating expenses. Yes, they have also seen an increase in their operating expenses by around 30 million pounds. That represents around 21% growth, but their interest income's up, their fees, commission, and other income is up, and they seem to somewhat balance out, if not benefit, Metro Bank a little bit. Um, we can see that uh, their assets are quite strong. They've got net assets of around two billion pounds if we look at total assets minus total liabilities. But the only issue is these are loans. So they probably have little equity on these, but once again, they're a bank. The more customer deposits they can hold, the more money they can make over time by lending money elsewhere. And they've been growing their business accounts growing their SMEs as well. Metro Bank is still in breach of the regulation limits or the regulatory limits that uh, are regarding risk weighted assets. They expect to reduce this loan deposit ratio to around 100, uh, sorry, 85 to 90% from their current level of 109%. And that 109% risk reported on the 30th of June 2019. So it's been about two, three months ever since that uh, figure had been calculated. I assume they've been working hard to reduce this figure. They expect it to reduce by around 9% to circa 100% by the end of 2019. And this should be achieved by their lending pipeline growing alongside customer deposits, which will hopefully act to balance these out. If anyone's confused by the term CET1 ratio, that just means the tier one capital ratio. This shows that uh, banks basically have a little bit of reserves alongside loans that they may have outside. So we could kind of talk about the result first of what Metro Bank's capital raise did to their CET1 ratio. So they had a CET1 ratio of around 12%. They were expected to be something like 15%. And what they did was raise 375 million pounds above the 350 odd or 325, I believe, that they wanted to first raise. And that took their CET1 ratio above what they were looking to have it at. And that went to 15.8%. And historically speaking, if we look at a couple of reports, I can see that in the first quarter of 2000, sorry, the fourth quarter of 2018, the common equity tier one ratio or capital ratio for the UK banking sector increased by 0.1 percentage points 
on the quarter to 15.5%. So Metro is 15.8% and 16.1% on a pro forma basis basically sets them up. They are good on that front and there are no issues and people shouldn't be worried about their CET1 capital ratio. I would have thought that 30 basis points is relatively safe in terms of uh, CET1 ratios. I think Metro Bank is good on that front. We shouldn't really worry about that in the future. But let's look at other metrics. For example, customer account growth. Metro Bank has grown 190,000 additional members in their bank to over 1.8 million people, including year-on-year -year personal current account growth of 23%. It is the most popular bank on the high street in terms of growth. Metro Bank was also rated as the highest in terms of customer satisfaction. So they're not doing things wrong. They have great marketing. The branches are clearly attracting a lot of people as well. The only issue is they are growing way too fast. And if you are a shareholder in Metro, you probably will have felt the pain because the shares were trading at around £40 per share back, I think, a year or so ago. Let's look back and find the exact date where the highs were made. The 16th of March 2018, the shares were trading at £40.18 per share. And as of today, the shares are trading at £1.76, as we mentioned earlier. That means the shares are actually down around 94.5%. So if you invested at the highs and held till the current price, you would have had residual value of 5.5% remaining. You might as well be a shareholder in, I don't know, extract resources, some cash shell that keeps diluting. I mean, 94.5%. I'm pretty sure you would have lost less on extract, which is crazy because extract <laughs> was guaranteed to lose your money. Oh my, I I clearly have a bit of history with those guys. I, I bought once assuming there was value and I woke up the next morning, 35% discount placing. Well, how to lose 35% in over 24 hours. That's a good lesson. I, I should probably make a podcast on that in the future, but anyways, We've gone back to the first half results. We've realized that Metro actually got rid of their chairman, Mr. Vernon Hill. Vernon Hill actually is the guy that had founded the company Metro Bank, which we have been talking about for the past 14 or so minutes. Now, getting rid of him, I think, is a bit of a scary move. Why do you get rid of the innovation? Yes, the returns have been ghastly, but the growth on the company has been great. We can look back to Foot Asylum. Foot Asylum was growing in terms of its market share and it was setting itself up for huge growth in the future. They're probably still losing money, but they have so much value now that they have literally taken control of half a million members in the market. On YouTube, they have a series that is probably the most popular series a month, youth and young persons. A lot of people really just find their marketing campaign fun. They like the brand. And well, 
Full Asylum shares fell all the way from 220 pence to 20 pence per share, and then got taken over by JD for 86 pence. A nice 300 odd net return if you had put your shares in at the bottom. But realistically, that wouldn't have happened. People would have probably thought, oh, Foot Asylum's going bust at 20 pence per share. And then they would have gotten upset at the price rallying all the way to 86 pence and then the shares immediately being suspended after that. But anyways, the chairman is being replaced. It's kind of like the situation if you got Elon Musk out of Tesla. Maybe not as extreme, but I wonder who would share the whole image of growth for Metro Bank other than the actual founder himself. But the founder getting chucked out is a little bit worrying to say the least. But anyways, we're gonna look at a little bit of value for Metro. Metro is extremely undervalued on the book. I mean, they're trading at something like 40 to 50% of their book value meaning that fair value for Metro is around 400 to 500 pence per share. But there is a lot of risk involved and their net short position is through the roof. Disclosed shorts as of yesterday, but these are delayed by probably a couple of weeks, just to note, uh, total around 8.93%. These are, once again, shorts that are disclosed above half a percent. So basically, institutional investors, the ones that are in a large position on Metro. So the largest short is held by OD Asset Management. The name is quite familiar, Crispin OD, one of the most highly performing hedge fund managers in the UK. Well, they have done really well. They did reduce their short by 0.19% on the 20th of September. So missed out on a little bit of gains but Metro has been shorted for a very long time I mean the peak of the short was back in April the 30th 2019 and if we just try and look back to April the 30th the shares were trading at eight pounds per share this was pre capital raise rumors and pre the capital raise actually occurring so that was a little quick move from some of these funds, OD Asset Management, Connor Clark and Lunn Investment Management, Marshall Wallace and ENA Investment Capital. If we look at ENA Investment Capital's position, they upped it by 0.1% a couple of days before, in fact, the day before the shares crashed 30%. So the day before yesterday, in terms of trading, that means Friday, or actually, sorry, Monday on the 23rd, which is Monday. They increased their short position. They probably heard the rumor and saw some potential for a further crash in the shares. They were probably right because the shares had fallen from around 291 pence per share to 175. For a bank, this is crazy, but nothing is too big to fall. I don't think Metro Bank is going to go bust. I think that there is some value, but is this the right level to buy? We don't know. It is a falling knife. When shares fall this much, you need to not just buy in and think, ah, it's fallen so much. We have to try and get the biggest discount that we can. In terms of technicals, let's have a quick look at the chart. 
all the moving averages are moving down, obviously. The, the shares have been in a downtrend for a very, very long time. I can look even back to a monthly chart. Red candles upon red candles upon red candles. I mean, it's ugly. Uh, ever since the shares broke beneath the level of around 34 pounds, they have been trending down. Every retest of a moving average, for example, the 50-day moving average was tested at 321.4 pence per share. Literally, 315 were the recent highs. You could have reshorted if you were short before and then close your position at more all-time lows or whatever, or a little bit beneath them, maybe a standard deviation away. It's totally up to you. But if I look at the volume, volume had spiked hugely. I mean, we're talking, uh, if, we, if we go back about a year, the volume had been almost double the all-time high of volume traded. Obviously, the shares are much lower. Took the RSI on the daily down to around 20, 20.1 20 in fact. And we can just see every indicator turning bearish. So this is a perfect short setup on a retest for any traders that would just like to see a continuation of this downtrend. The only issue is that fundamentally, Metro Bank is starting to become cheap. And that means that if you're looking to go long, you should first look for some consolidation. At the moment, there is little data. I hope today we'll have some interesting price action because if we look at the 30 minute chart, we can still see a crash. I mean, maybe if we can break above 192, we have scoped around 237. But what I can only assume is that those moving averages will move down even further, we could do, I don't know, 150 pence per share. That's just a random number. But assume we do say 150 pence per share. And then the figure that we have in front of us for a moving average is around 160 break or 155. Break above 155, break above 160, then rally all the way to 190. That's the kind of setup we'd look for on a long. The only issue is right now, there's just a lot of worry going on. And when a bank has this much scrutiny, especially in such difficult market conditions, oh my, they are very, very vulnerable. I mean, if Metro wanted to do a rights issue, it would be like Lonmin, it would be horrible. They don't need to raise capital, that's the thing. The Financial Times article actually mentioned that Metro Bank don't need desperate <laughs> funding they were doing it because they thought it might improve their capital position even more. I think that's quite smart. The only issue is that Metro have been focusing on growth at the expense of shareholder value. Because if they do say achieve the intended growth, I mean, they are beating CYBG in terms of customer growth and other challenger banks. The only issue is 94% of a drop in their share price is not a decent return. That 94% drop basically makes them a name company, <laughs> a market cap of around 300 million pounds. The exact one, 304 million. If we look at the PE, assume extrapolation, I, I believe that PE will be much lower, but extrapolation to around 3 million, PE is 100. But if they can deliver 
a half year profit of 10 million in the second half of the year, they've got a PE of around 23, which is impressive, but that is only if they can actually deliver a profit and a relatively impressive one. I'm under the impression that they actually will deliver a profit. So I'm looking for a long side position at the moment, but I don't think that I'm gonna just dive in because if we were guessing over at Quantum Research, we would have dived in at like 200 because it's around the, there is no <laughs> substance to that argument. We're gonna look for consolidation and then hopefully get a little bit of value by going long and working off a hunter type position sizing method. So we're not gonna put our intended size first, we're gonna put a small starter position, it could be a quarter of intended, it could be a seventh. It's much better to work in sevenths because then you have more of an ability to shoot in more weight. Say if you got one seventh in, then you push in around two, three sevenths, and then you push around when you get to a value that is much lower, although you still have the conviction on the long side, you're lowering your average and you're also getting a lot of value too. Because if you wanted to buy Metro shares at 300 thinking they're cheap, we thought fundamentally Metro was relatively cheap, 40% undervalued in comparison to a book actually at 300%, 300 pence per share. The only reason we didn't buy in had been because of the continuous downtrend. And we actually did buy in on the breakout and got stopped out at a loss of around seven and a half, eight percent But that was totally fine because if we didn't get stopped out at 267 or so, we would have been stuck in now at 175. But if the shares go from say 175 to 150, we get in at 150 and we get out at around, I don't know, 250. It's a decent level of upside. I mean, that's more, it'll say 225. There's more than 50% around there that makes up for the 7.5% loss. So you have to keep discipline. In this trade, we're going to be monitoring closely and tonight we might actually release a chart pack. We haven't done one in a while due to the difficulty of just getting things organized up front and also more work on our other projects which are coming out. If you have TradingView, make sure you follow us at quantium underscore research. We've been releasing a lot of charts. We've been focusing on different asset classes, but Metro Bank is something we're following nevertheless, and we will be reporting on it a lot in the future. I think the quarterly results from uh, also the performance of Metro on a quarterly basis is going to improve. They are not illiquid, they are extremely liquid. There has been a lot of bad press and the banks are more so ganging up on these guys, if we were to use an informal phrase. But I wouldn't just jump into them. I would wait for a consolidation, look for a level where we can actually see some support being created. Not the share price staying at a level for a couple of seconds. Staying, bouncing, staying, and then bouncing again, breaking above the previous highs. That is a decent long setup, you give up say, I don't know, 10% worth of potential returns, reducing your risk by quite a lot, and also setting yourself up for probably another 20% additional gains on top. If we look at the spread between the two moving averages we have in front of us, we're going to give a basic setup later, but uh, maybe FIB might be helpful. FIB suggests around 130 to 140, but we'll look later and we'll release something. But anyways, the market 
is going to open in around 21 minutes. I'm going to make sure I catch my train. But if you haven't already, make sure to catch these charts later. You have to be signed up to quantumresearch.co.uk. That's our site, quantumresearch.co.uk. You can find it by probably going to our Twitter bio or just typing quantum research on Google with a first search. When you do that, we are the first result. And make sure you're signed up because if you're not signed up, you're not going to be able to access the chart pack when we release it later today, probably around 6, 7 p.m., no later. But we are going to cover Metro in more detail. And if we initiate any positions, we'll also talk about them too. At the moment, we're just watching and trying to see. The price could recover. You could see a retest of, I don't know, 237 after the noise cools off. I don't think that will happen. I think there's still further downside. Short positions usually close, but there's usually a bit of a lag. The prices fall and then they bounce, but we'll have to look closely. I'll have to end on that note. This has been a very long edition looking at Metro Bank, but I hope this has been of value. We are neither bullish nor bearish at the moment, but in terms of a technical setup, Metro Bank could be shorted on a retest of say the 50 day moving average around 260 odd pence per share. But if the shares continue to fall down, you've probably got some more value for a long side trade. I think fundamentally, Metro is extremely undervalued. There's so much risk being taken into account. I mean, there should clearly be a risk premium instead of a huge discount. We'll have to see how things play out. On that note, I've been your host, Ryan Kier. Make sure you sign up on our website at quantumresearch.co.uk. Follow us on Twitter also, at QuantumCast. And I'll say, until next time.